So I think that's the key to setting boundaries is setting them right in the beginning so that everyone understands the boundaries are there to protect each one of us and they're there to protect the project. Welcome to the Dream Smarter Podcast, a no BS conversation about entrepreneurship and becoming successful in smart and efficient ways. Hey, hey, hey guys, welcome to today's episode of the Dream Smarter Podcast. My name is Alex Kraling and I am the founder of High Moon Studio, which is a brand and website design studio for the modern dreamer. Today we're talking about something that is really exciting because it's something every business owner needs to do. And it's also very exciting for me because this was a big hurdle that I personally had to get over when it came to business. I just give a little background. I am an Enneagram 3 wing 2. So if you don't know anything about the Enneagram, you should go online and take the test first of all figure out what your Enneagram is and read up on it. But basically a three is just a very hard worker. We love progress, etc. But then the two of me, so I'm a three wing two, the two part of me loves helping others. And I get very stressed out when I feel like I've pissed someone off or like someone's upset with me. That really makes me upset and it makes me feel like a failure because I let someone down. So setting boundaries in business. That's what we're talking about today. And that was something, like I said, that was really hard for me to do initially because to me, I was like setting boundaries equals making other people mad because they don't get what they want. And then they're upset with me, which then in turn made me upset with myself and all of those things. And I'm assuming there are a lot of other people out there who feel the same way about setting boundaries in business, about saying no. But Honestly, once I got over it and once I decided, girl, you have to do this for your own sanity, and once I just did it, I realized that I shouldn't have been so afraid of it in the first place because, to be honest, nobody was really that upset with me. And I'm going to explain how I go about setting boundaries in my business so it works as a win-win situation for both parties and nobody gets upset. Because I think that's the key to setting boundaries, is setting them right in the beginning so that everyone understands the boundaries are there to protect each one of us, and they're there to protect the project. So let's just get right into it. So the number one place that you need to set a boundary in your business from the very start is contracts. If you're a service provider, you need to make sure that you have a contract in place and you need to make sure that that contract is strong because you're going to go through situations where you're going to need to use that contract. And I'm not going to lie, there hasn't been many times since I've been an entrepreneur where I've needed to point to my contracts so that my clients understood what was happening, but I just recently went through something with a client 
where I actually had to do that. What happened was we went through branding together and unfortunately this person continuously wanted more drafts, more drafts, more drafts, more options. The client didn't understand the difference between the options I was showing her, even though I was explaining to her why they were so, so different from one another. Honestly, she just didn't know what she wanted and she didn't understand branding and what it was. I think that what she was looking for was almost like graphic design or something. I'm, I don't know. We were just on completely different pages and she didn't understand the strategy behind her business, which made it really hard for her to make choices when it came to her branding. So after I had done a bunch of free drafts for her, which I structure my entire process for branding and website design in a very specific way, and that way has been structured by all of my experience working with my previous clients. So I'm not structuring this, like my project, I don't structure my projects for me. I structure my projects for my clients based on what has worked with my clients in the past and what's been needed. So in my projects, we have two rounds of edits on everything. The first round of edits is dedicated to multiple different directions so that the client can see what their business name and what it could look like in all of these different directions. Then they choose a direction. And then the second draft, I go into three different options that are in that direction so that they then can choose what their final branding will be. Okay. And I have like 10 years of experience in this and multiple degrees. So anyway, this has worked for almost all of my clients. I've never had a client pay for an extra round of edits. It is something that I offer. Normally, if somebody needs it, it's because there was some sort of disconnect with something and I just usually give it to them for free. So for this client, I did what I normally do and I gave her the first extra round of edits for free. And she still was, and I gave her, and I literally did exactly what she wanted. She asked me to do something very specific. I did it. I think that she just was confused at the fact that her name, her business name was different than the business name examples she was showing me. So she was asking me to execute a specific style based on an image she found on Pinterest, but her business name wasn't the same as that business name. So obviously it's going to look different. So there was just like a lot of random things like that. So anyway, after I had done multiple rounds of free work for her, I finally told her like, Hey, we've now come to the point where you're going to have to pay for these extra edits. If you want them, it's like, we've gone weeks over time frame, And obviously I have to give also my attention to my other clients. So this is out of the scope of work. You're going to have to pay extra. This is how much extra it is for an extra round of edits, blah, blah, blah. She got really, really upset about that. And then she demanded a full refund on the entire brand project. And in my contract, because we're all talking about contracts here, my contract is all about there are no refunds. There are no guarantees. There are no refunds. And the reason why you have to put no guarantees in there is because my work and what I do has to be in collaboration with the person that I'm working with because it's their vision that I am executing as a designer. And if they don't have a clear vision or if they don't understand what branding is or what they want, and if they continuously change their mind over and over and over, and I'm not saying like just like a little bit, like this woman was changing her mind from like a black and white clean style to full of color, retro-ish style, like completely different styles, completely two different target markets completely. 
So anyway, if my client has those issues, which this is what it states in my contract, like I can only do so much, right? So that's why the no guarantees contract is there. And then the no refunds point in the contract, the amendment, whatever it's called in the contract is there because no matter what, I'm putting in so many hours. So you can't get a refund on the services because it's my time. And I know if something goes wrong, it's not because of me because I've done this hundreds of times, right? With such high success rates. Like if you look at my reviews, I mean, it's like 100% five stars, okay? So I have had a lot of success in what I do and I know if something goes wrong, there's just a disconnect between me and the client and what their needs are or what they're looking for or their lack of education or direction or strategy, whatever. So that's why I have no refunds in there. It's not because I'm trying to screw people over, you know, and I always do my best no matter what to make sure that my clients are happy at the end of it. Like I've done extra free work in projects because the client's expectations were not met. And generally that's because the expectations, they just weren't educated in what branding was. They have an idea generally that it's more so like graphic design. It's like, no, I'm not here to create graphics for you. I'm here to do your branding. And then you create graphics based on the branding or whatever. But anyway, so that's why I have contracts in place because then she's now demanding for a full refund that she had paid for, you know, months ago. And it's like, I'm sorry, but in the contract, it states no refunds. You even initialed next to it stating no refunds. So I cannot give you a refund because there's no refunds. I put in the work. I even offered her extra rounds of edits for free, that of which she never commented about. So she just completely was like, it was almost as if, and it was right when COVID hit too. So I almost feel like she maybe just needed the money. And so she was just harassing me and she was actually harassing me like she was sending me emails basically stating that I'm a fraud that my like she was saying really hurtful things and I would just respond back and just be like I'm sorry in the contract it states there's no refunds like I was just reiterating everything I was saying based on the contract and just being really professional and not getting emotional but she was sending me these super super long emotional messages stating that I don't care about my clients All I care about is making money. I'm just trying to steal everyone's money. My reviews are all fake. Like she was like legit harassing me. So this has just happened like a month ago. So it was kind of like going through like COVID and going through moving and doing all that and dealing with this woman. It was hard because I had to sit there and I really had to like tell myself that what she's saying isn't true. You know, especially as somebody who's a people pleaser, that was really difficult for me. But I was so happy that I had my contract in place Because like I said, this is honestly the first client that I've had to deal with in this capacity with High Moon Studio since I opened, you know? And I know not everybody's gonna be my best friend when it comes to business. And I know I'm gonna have situations like this and every successful entrepreneur does. It doesn't mean that I'm a bad entrepreneur or any of those things, but I was just so happy that I had my contract in place so that when that happened, I could just keep telling her. And she even, it's crazy that I'm doing this today, this episode, but even yesterday she filed a claim with PayPal because all of my money goes through PayPal, through Dubsado and then through PayPal. She filed a claim with PayPal and PayPal gave her her money back. And so now I'm having to fight PayPal and I sent PayPal the contract. I sent PayPal all of our communication. I sent PayPal like literally all of the drafts and all of the work I did for her, but she's still sitting and fighting this. And it's just really frustrating for me as a business owner because it's like, look, I did everything that I could. 
and now you're asking for thousands of dollars back about something you know that was months ago first of all that you paid for months ago second of all that i offered to like make better third of all now you're breaking contracts so if paypal doesn't give me my money back now i'm gonna have to do something else i'm gonna have to do something extra i'm gonna have to get a lawyer i'm gonna have to send her an email because it's not about the money for me in this situation it's more so about justice it's like i did what i could as a brand designer i know that i did everything that i could while following contract while doing you know what i mean I was in the boundaries. She was not in the boundaries. She crossed the boundaries. And so that's what's really frustrating for me. I just want justice. But anyway, sorry about my long rant. I hope that if anyone of you guys has ever dealt with somebody like this, that this makes you feel less frustrated with the situation and more, oh, okay, someone else deals with this shit too. So that's that. Number one, make sure you have a contract because you will have to use it at some point. Number two, don't feel like you need to be a people pleaser. This was something, again, that was really hard for me to get over in the beginning because I just want to make everyone happy. And old Alex with this woman would have been like, okay, fine, I'll give you a refund and I'll finish the work for you so that you write me a good review. And I would have gone above and beyond what the contract even stated to please this person. But when you are setting boundaries in business, you need to remember that you don't have to be a people pleaser because there are boundaries there for you that you have set. Because as a natural people pleaser, I mean, you'll please the people, but then you'll realize they're never fucking happy. So then you'll go right back into that hole of feeling like, oh my God, I can never make them happy. But then you'll try and please them again and you go above and beyond, but you get nothing in return. So you're left there sucked dry of all of your energy and your giving like mentality and you just feel worse than you did before when they were unhappy so it's like realize that you don't need to be a people pleaser and the boundaries are there you're setting these boundaries so that you don't have to okay because i didn't have to please that girl like i don't have to please her and i don't feel bad that she's still unhappy i don't feel bad because i know that i did everything that i could with my experience working with hundreds of brands you know like i know that my skills are there I know that like my contract was in place and like I don't need to refund her if she feels unhappy because like that's not just like she's not unhappy because of the process. She's unhappy because she doesn't know what she wants, but she's taking it out on me. So I don't need to please her and I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? Like after all of that, like I'm okay with not pleasing her. And this goes for other things too. Like now that my accounts are growing, I get all these messages from people who are like, do you want to collab? Oh my God. Stop asking people to clap, first of all. It is like the most annoying message ever. I'm like, nails on a chalkboard for sure. It's terrible when someone says, let's collab. It bugs me so much because these people too, like I've never seen their account. It's like they just start following me today. They see that I'm like having success in my account and then they want to collab. It's like, I don't have any sort of relationship with you. Why would I want to collab with you? Oh, it's just a get rich quick fix that they're trying to do. And it really bugs me. But anyway. For those people who ask you to collab, for those people who ask you out for coffee, for a $5 coffee to pick your brain, for those who like want to hop on a call for free, for those, you know, don't feel bad when you say no. Don't feel like you need to please those people because you don't. They're there for their own benefit. They're not there for your benefit. They're asking you for shit for free, basically. So it's like, don't feel bad when you say no. Just don't feel like you need to please them because you don't, okay? Set that boundary in your head because the bigger your company is going to get, the more boundaries you're going to have to set and the more you're going to have to realize like this is not an emotional experience anymore. Setting boundaries cannot be emotional. It's all business. So don't feel bad. 
and don't feel like you need to please everyone. Number three, oh, this is a, this is a good one. People treat you the way that you let them. I don't know what fucking song this is in. This is in a song that I listen to. And it's in one of my playlists, and maybe I'll find it today or something. But people treat you the way you let them. From the very beginning of any relationship that you have, whether it's business or personal, you need to set your fucking boundaries. Like, listen here, you're not allowed to do that, okay? It's something that you don't like, whether it's something small or something large. Set the boundary right from the very beginning because people will treat you the way that you let them. So if you let people from the beginning make their payments late without any repercussions, they will continue to miss their payments every single month because they know that you're not going to do anything about it because you didn't before. And why would you start after you didn't before? So don't let people walk all over you right from the beginning of them doing something you dislike. Make sure that you tell them. And it doesn't need to be this blown out, huge fucking like mess of a conversation. It just needs to be a conversation like, hey, I really don't like it when you do that. Or, hey, I'm sorry, but in the contract, it states that if you miss your payment, you get a $100 late fee. So you got a $100 late fee. You're going to get a $100 late fee every single week until you make this payment. So it's up to you. Sorry, it's just business, blah, blah, blah. Or like now that I have all these, I'm doing all these trainings and stuff, I have my Facebook groups and some people will email me or message me on Instagram about it. And I already get enough messages as it is. So right from the beginning, I have to look at those people and I have to be like, hey, I'll answer this question, but please don't ever message me on here again about this. Like, I'm not trying to be rude. I just have to set this boundary. Please write in the Facebook group. That's what it's for. If you want to contact me directly, write in the Facebook group and tag me and I'll get back to it when I can. Like, I also have a life and I also have other clients. I can't respond to every single person who contacts me immediately, okay? So it's like, I understand you're having this trouble, but please write in the group because not only am I there to help you in the group, but everyone else is. So if I can't get to something right away, like don't put the pressure on me, like put it in the group so that other people too can respond and help you. Like this isn't, I'm not a one woman show. You know what I'm saying? Like I need help just as everyone else needs help. So you have to set those boundaries in the beginning. Don't give them the opportunity in the very beginning of your relationship relationship to piss you off or to do something that goes against the boundaries that you're setting. You just have to lay it down right away. Please don't do this. It really upsets me. And it doesn't need to be dramatic. The best way to leave drama at the door is to like be open and honest and communicate. Okay. When my clients, when there's something going on with them, but they're not communicating that with me and they just like ignore me, that's the shit that makes me mad. I'm a really understanding person. Okay. And I'm sure most of you guys are. So it's like, Just be upfront. Just communicate. Communication is so key when it comes to any relationship ever. People are so much more understanding. Like if one of my clients came up to me and they were like, hey, Alex, I can barely put food on the table for my family right now during COVID because I lost my job and all these things. Do you mind if I make my next payment? Can I skip this month? I just, I can't do it. I would be like, sure. Like, that's fine. Thank you for writing me and trusting me and being honest with me. That's all that I care about is honesty and communication and trust. Obviously, if every single one of my clients does that, that would become more of a problem. But, you know, when it's it's actually truthful and it's actually real and people aren't trying to take advantage, they're just being honest. That's when I can feel that. You know what I mean? All of us can. So just communicate, set the boundaries from the beginning. Don't let people treat you a certain way if you don't like it. Because the longer you let them, the harder it is to set the boundaries and the worse the relationship is going to get, period.
And then the final, I mean, all of these kind of tie in together. I already talked about this one, but I just feel like I need to reiterate it. Don't feel bad. Like, just don't feel bad about setting boundaries. It can be really, really hard. Like the first time that I started setting boundaries, when I first began being like, okay, I'm going to have this really strict contract. Okay, if somebody doesn't do something, like I have to tell them right away. It was hard. But the more I did it, the easier it became and the more actually respect that I got from other people. It's amazing. When you set boundaries, people will respect you more because they can't walk all over you. And they know that your boundaries are there for a reason. Like all of my boundaries, they're there for a reason. They're not there for my benefit. You know, it's not like, oh, I really want to fuck people over. Let me set all these boundaries so that I can be selfish and fuck everyone else over. No, that's not why they're there. They're there for them as well. So I do it for the betterment of my business, of their business, and for our relationship together. So people understand that. People know that the boundaries that I'm setting are realistic and they would do the same if it was their business. So don't feel bad about the boundaries that you're setting with your clients because in all reality, you have to be a little bit selfish for your business and for you as a human in these instances because there are people out there, I'm not saying this is everyone, but there are definitely people out there who love taking advantage of others and you deserve better than that. You don't deserve those people. And to be honest, the only people who get upset about boundaries are those who are trying to take advantage of you. The good ones, the good people in your life, the good clients, they'll respect you more because of the boundaries and they will happily abide by the boundaries because they know that they're there for the betterment of the project, okay? So don't get upset. Don't feel bad. You're doing this for you. Yes, it's a little selfish, but it's selfish for the project. It's selfish for the relationship. It's, it's the good kind of selfish. It's the good kind of selfish. We have to be selfish sometimes in life. You know, we got to stop being the people pleasers all the time. We have to be selfish in order to move our businesses along, in order to live a balanced life, in order to have really strong, great relationships in business and in life. So I hope that these tips helped you today and made you feel a little bit less alone when it comes to setting boundaries in business. If you ever have any specific questions, feel free to reach out over Instagram or email. I'm always here to chat. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dream Smarter Podcast. My name is Alex Kraling, and I challenge you to grow your business the smart way, not the hard way. Follow along at Dream Smarter Podcast on Instagram. 